Hi, I'm Nia Nikita. I'm Michaela Woods. I'm Miles Wortman. And this is Melon in the Media, and this is me talking to them while you talk with us. So today's episode is going to be focusing on kind of like 2020 and what we're expecting for 2021 and like our best moment, our best melon in the media moments. I never realized how much of a tongue twister melon in the media was until like I have to say it all the time. But <laughs> um, kind of look forward to um, just all that and also what we look forward to in 2021 um, with Biden and like COVID and how schools are responding to COVID, etc. So I guess I'll start with what was your guys's like best 2020 moment? Um probably like the civil unrest that took place with like George and Brianna. Not to say that Although like a great conversation came out of it, that was kind of like the extent of it. But like, I mean, I guess that matters. And it was kind of like fun to see like the world and like brands pretend to care about black people for like two months. So that was pretty fun. Um, Best 2020 moment, I think would be when school stopped working. And they were like, we're over it for like a good second. And then started uh, at the over beginning again. of quarantine. Yeah. Yeah, that's when we can literally do nothing and still get an A. Now teachers think that we're just yeah. a pandemic and they want us to do everything. When it's like, I wasn't that good at school before. So why yeah. do you think I'm good at it now? And you weren't that good at teaching either. So why do you think it's going to be better <laughs> over <Right>. Zoom? <laughs> Like not only did y'all take the classroom away, y'all took away like my structure, and that was my life. That was my lifeline. Y'all took yeah. away the learning. I didn't learn anything this year. Yeah, it was about passing. I mean, school's always been about passing rather than learning. But this one, like, they really up to end. This really just proved it that the structure is just yeah. About, let's get them out of the way. Yeah, they really don't give a fuck. About it that. doesn't matter the content in your head. Just do it. I don't know. My fave twenty twenty moment. Um, I don't know. I feel like I have to kind of agree with you guys. The civil unrest, I think, um, I'm not going to say like I enjoyed it, but I feel like it was like very much well needed, even though like yeah. I feel like we still haven't gotten enough, gotten like what we needed from it. Because like you said, the, the world only pretended to care about black people for two months. And now it was just kind of like, oh, um, whatever. Um and I in quarantine too because I'm in the quarantine learning because the beginning of quarantine I really didn't get fucked so I was like oh yeah I'm just gonna do whatever and still get an A and also I was like mentally exhausted so like if I want to do whatever and get an A like that I feel like that's fully acceptable um yeah so that's it <laughs> um so what was your guys's favorite melon in the media moment I think the first episode because <laughs> I did not know what to expect and so I was like nervous but then I was laughing in between the takes I kept <laughs> muting my mic and was just dying laughing getting myself more comfortable so personally I think it was pretty funny um <laughs> and that would would have been my favorite um, what was the first episode I think that was the black it was the blacklist no the yes the blacklist 
we have so many black <laughs> it was the one that we were like going on the administration oh yes 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 because yes, 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 they deserve to get dogged yeah i mean it's not like yeah. we stopped but like it was our first time so yeah um i think mine was the black agenda when we had Rashida on because i feel like that was like the most authentic like conversation that we've had and it was just like flowed like so well and like we really like got into some things mm-hmm. like this show i feel like if you had to like if we had to recommend an episode to anyone, it would be that one because like, it wasn't very PC, but it was also like, we're going to get into some things. I yeah. find a lot of people like our, um, the culture appreciation, but versus appropriation. Really? Yeah. I get a lot of feedback about that one, which I, I think that's the episode Michaela that you did mm-hmm. about the fashion industry. Yeah. Yep. So I think that one was good. Um, I don't know. I feel like everyone has like different. I feel like there's things about different episodes that I like that everyone likes and even I like that. But I also feel like we record so much that like yeah. I don't really. I feel like all the episodes just kind of morph into one episode. So it's kind of like I remember this episode, but like this episode, don't really ask me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I we agree. Record, we record so much. I would say my favorite like Melon in the Media like moment. Um, it's kind of like before you guys joined with like the whole gun girl thing with um, when Taryn was still w- with us because that whole week was like extremely chaotic because I think gun girl happened and then after gun girl no gun girl happened and then like the same day we released our the first episode like the very very first episode that was like still before we was on Apple podcast like SoundCloud and it was like so much like attention in one week that like we was like going dummy like we had like 500 views i mean 500 listeners i'm like what the hell people were like tearing like we're viral someone turned me into a gif it was just a lot (laughs) and i think i remember that yeah i think another thing that i like is kind of like the transition between like taryn and like you guys because one thing i was like very scared of was like by us by not by us not being in person but like we're gonna lack like that you know, like that kind of communication, like that bond through communication. But I feel like over time, we kind of like gotten that and we kind of like eased into that. So that's something I'm very appreciative of. And I feel like we've grown, like, I feel like the way have Melon and Media have just grown, period, I think is very like astounding to me. Like, I think that like speaks volumes and it just means a lot to me. And I like love to see us all come together and how we like our different perspectives and like way we do things kind of like work and create like millennial media so that kind of like so next i guess we can go into what are you guys kind of looking forward to for 2021 or kind of not really looking forward to but like what are you guys expecting whether that's like biden's inauguration etc um i'm excited to see like the start of like a post-COVID America, hopefully. Cause like this was like, now we're in the times of like vaccines running out and trials going through. So like, I'm just really excited to see like where this goes or if it goes anywhere. Um, yeah, I think that's like the biggest thing. Everything else would be kind of personal, but yeah. on a national kind of level, that's what I would say. I really could kind of care less about the inauguration or Biden. Yeah. <laughs> just get him in office, get Trump out. Let's just 
come on, this is just taking too long. At this point, I'm just like, get it over with. And I actually forgot that there was an inauguration going to happen because I was like, why is this taking so long? <laughs> and <laughs> um, so really just trying to readjust to a new normal. Um, that's what I'm looking forward to and excited about is like, what's that going to look like for myself with school? What's that going to look like for internships or jobs I want to do? Jesus. Um, yeah. Yeah, you just triggered me by saying internships. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, was, I triggered myself. <laughs> I was telling my parents, I was like, no shade, but like, I need to get back to school. Not because like I love Athens so much, but I feel like this pandemic has really like stunted like my like personal like professional growth That's that I would yeah. have like by myself. It's just like I don't know. Like I feel like I should just be so much farther ahead, and yeah. I feel like I would have been had it had it been like a normal um semester. Yeah, and also I just kind of feel I feel like for me I'm kind of scared for 2021. I'm not really like I'm not really optimistic. Like, I don't really know what to expect. Like, I'm not really expecting good things because we see, like, last year everyone was, like, 2020 vision, and this was, like, by far the most traumatic year, one of the most traumatic years of my life, personal, professionally, and even, like, just, like, like seeing everyone going through everything. Like, like we literally lost child with Bozeman this year. Like, I was, yeah. not, pre- I was not prepared for that. <laughs> so I just feel like on top of everything, like, it was just a lot. So I'm not really, like keeping my fingers crossed for next year but one thing I am kind of interested in is see how like Americans are going to react because the one thing I was just saying yesterday like I don't get like why is America like Americans like I get that we're mad but I don't feel like we're mad enough for me like I feel like we need to be burning shit down like this like the way that the government literally treats us like shit every day like you're gonna like, tell me yeah like but in front like it, if I rem- if my memory serves me correctly in the beginning of quarantine didn't like France like didn't they actually like revolt against their government to get like not like revolt but I remember like they were burning something and they threw something at like yeah. their leader's home I don't know if it was COVID related but that definitely it, I think it was a police brutality thing okay yeah, yeah. I remember and I was like I feel like we need to be burning this shit to the ground you're gonna tell me that you gave us $1,200 in the beginning of a pandemic and then you're gonna turn down for one fuck Mitch McConnell I don't really understand how that shit fucking works, but how can yeah. one man dictate um, all the lives of Americans um, and citizens and like us financially? And we literally need that help. Like America, they have proved to us like several times they don't give a fuck about us, whether that's like black lives or anything like. And I also kind of feel like white people, y'all poor too. So y'all motherfuckers struggling just like we is. So yeah. I don't know. I'm just the American like- government system is literally going backwards into the revolutionary days. Like, <laughs> That's like a weird and thing. I don't see and what I see is that it just shows that America's just very cheap the people don't even care that they're getting just a $600 check they're like okay I need the money That's I'll not take even it rent. like they're just like I just I'll take it and that's what it is is we've just come to a point where it's just like um I'll get whatever I can get we're in a rut and so I need something funds. going and that's why the government can do whatever is because Americans have that mindset. And so it's not really going to change unless we're doing something like you're saying, like burn it down. We need to really reevaluate the system, make a whole new constitution, set it up. Like, 
I feel like this you is were the like time for it. I feel like that was like a Hamilton beat the way you said that, and it like made me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> when you Alexander said Con- Hamilton, when you said Constitution, that kind of made me like really, really happy. But I mean, if Hamilton didn't teach you anything, <laughs> he was revolting, right? The fuck. But I also kind of, I'm kind of like, um, I'm kind of interested to see like how the transition like to post pandemic life will be because I kind of feel like, yes, um, I'm ready for regular life, but I feel like one thing the pandemic definitely showed us is like, we don't take health as seriously as we should, if that kind of makes sense. Like, I feel yes. like when I was younger and I was sick, it was never like, even if I had like a cold or like the flu, it was never like, let's keep me at home. It was more, or like when you go out, wear a face mask. It was just like, I'm going to go to school, snotty, runny nose. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that stuff like that was never really like normalized. And I feel like it's so, it's so normal for you, like when you to sit where you're sick to just still like act like you're not sick. I was watching a movie last night and I was like, this is so weird. They're sitting so close to each other and they're eating off of each other's plates and stuff. Like, gross. I couldn't imagine doing that now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, COVID, I feel like there's definitely now like a COVID PTSD. Like, I'm sure like when we see like people partying and whatnot, like whether it's like before COVID or now, it just looks like nasty. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think I'll ever go to a house party at OU now, whether nope. it's COVID or not. Like that just look, it just seems so dirty. When I think about it, I'm like, these were disgusting. There was stuff all it's over the floor. So it smelled bad. The hygiene in the bathroom. You would drink every, you would drink off anyone. You could literally walk in a party and they'd be like, here's a bottle. And you're just going to chug from the bottle. Like it's nothing. So I would, would never. You would take the jug. Like everyone's sweating. matter. Everyone balled up, touching each other. Do you think a post-COVID, like, how how close do you think, like, the possibility of, like, a post-COVID America is? It's definitely going to be stages. You said what? It's definitely going to be stages. I don't think it's just going to, we're going to walk out one day and be like, oh, what's up? And, like, go to, like, the next kickback. I don't think that is at all. Not that any of you have stopped. But, um, yeah, I definitely think it's going to be stages. I think by next December, it should be the closest to at least like semi-normal. Two years of my life. Oh no, I think it's going to be a couple years until it's a really? regular couple setting. Couple years, Michaela? Yeah. Yes. It's a couple years. This is my last year being an American. Because we have to think about these vaccines. They're only just now putting it out and there will be a reverse in them and a reworking for a new one to come out there's a brand new strain of corona coming out in the uk and half of the stuff half of the population here is not even complying to basic requests to just wear a mask so for the vaccine to even work in america 75 percent of the people need to comply and that's not the case even right now I was kind of like, where my was at, I'm like, we gonna be straight by December, shit. <laughs> I mean, maybe with like healthcare workers, but regular people, I don't think it's gonna be fine until like 2023. I just wanna, I just would love to just like physically walk across the stage when I graduate. 
that's more yeah. so I feel like as a high university student like yes I would love to go to a fest I would love to like do all these things um but like for me I want to like I want to experience Kashinda. like I want to like I want to walk yeah. on stage like it's things like that that I really want to experience and I think that's for me like that's my biggest takeaway like even if numbers are lower, like, I just want to walk across stage. Like, I feel like I've worked too hard and I've been through so much personally and, like, even, like, academically. Like, and I feel like I don't want to, and I feel like every kind of student kind of feels like that. Who, like, the, like the, the students who graduated in May, like, they didn't even get, like, a virtual commencement. Like, they, they didn't even get anything. So I just feel like we all deserve that. And I feel like institutions, like, in colleges they need to do more because I don't feel like they're doing enough to um ensure that we can come back and do this like for instance like I know for a fact Ohio University they plan to come back next semester like um I think classes may be hybrid I'm not really sure but I know for me one of my classes are in-person classes and I don't know if I can opt out or anything because it's like I think it's like it's either magazine editing or like radio editing. So I'm assuming I have to use like the programs in the school or whatever. But I feel like you literally see how last semester went when you told kids to come back. Um, you literally have outbreaks in multiple dorms. And it's not even about the outbreaks. It's how you treated students in those dorms. You literally just left them in there. It took little to no care of them. So I'm just very scared for next semester because it doesn't feel like anyone really has a plan like like to say like, like, like already, like we already said, like we know they don't give a fuck. Like it's all about money, you know. So I just feel like no colleges or anyone has like learned the lesson, and that's very scary for me. I agree. Yeah, I especially agree with the graduation part. It's because you sucked up all our money, and we finally got a degree, and you don't even want to acknowledge it. <laughs> you What's that's it? just cut tuition. Why they haven't right. cut tuition? Why I'm yeah, still paying the same price? Yeah. Do online, I don't know how online class or like people who go to school like get their bachelor's through online programs. I don't know how much the price difference is. Do you guys ha- happen to know? The price difference oh, is I actually looked at OU's <laughs> online programs and it's drastically less. So why not charge us that? Because they want money. That's the fucking point. How else are they going to provide for the football team? Fuck the football team. They suck. They suck. They're not good. I've never been to a football game and I've been to OU three years. I haven't been to one game. (laughs) I actually went to one homecoming year with, well, I said I went to a homecoming game my freshman year, but I was confused to know what the fuck was going on. Stayed about 20 minutes and left. How are you confused? I don't understand football. I don't understand oh, how it works. You I just don't. go and watch and say yay yeah. and then wait don't. for the halftime show and leave. Yeah, Fuck it's more that. of an atmosphere thing than like an actual like sport type thing. Yeah. Um, what's I finna say? So overall, what would you say your biggest takeaway from 2020 is? Like your biggest lesson that you learned. Jesus. Jesus. That's my uh. <laughs> <laughs> um on a real note, I think I would say it really taught me to like put myself first. 
and like your care and whatnot first. Cause like, after like, you know, everything got taken away from us this year, whether it was our school, shoot our idols, shout out to Kobe and Chadwick, like everything can be taken away from you. Like it kind of like, but it's in like a space of like, I don't know, it just wasn't normal. And like this year, like more than any year, like I really had to like practice like taking care of myself, whether it was like mentally or whatever. I think balance is the key. That's the main takeaway for me is balance and um, have multiple routes for yourself, like business-wise or education-wise. Because um, I had to shift so much, like, because I technically was like, I'm taking the semester off in January and that's what I did from OU and so I had to rework everything and figure out what exactly I'm doing I took classes here and was like all right let's do this do that do that do that I created a five-year plan but there was a lot of things that were put on pause because of corona and then just different family things so I had to find a way to balance between my eagerness and the reality of what was happening and so finding like myself and figuring that out and taking any opportunity you can balance taking opportunities and read those are my takeaways period i will say my takeaway is i feel like i honestly have like a few takeaways because i feel like mentally 2020 literally like put me through a fucking trees grader. But Easy. I <laughs> Sorry. but I feel like professionally, um, I feel like I've grown so much in like my my ability to adapt. Like, even though like me as a journalism major, like much of what we do requires to be like in person and et cetera. But I feel like I have still like I have still managed to create um, opportunities for myself in this like virtual like realm another I would say my biggest biggest takeaway though is I'm sick of capitalism making me feel bad fuck that I, I feel like I feel like last year I was so wrapped around money basically because especially because I'm an independent student so for me it was kind of like dang I only got $200 like I gotta pay my phone but I gotta do this like I'm gonna straight like stress 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 and like I feel bad for not like having a job or like not being able to get a job but like sometimes like for me just to get out of bed for me to uh, brush my teeth for me to like wash my hair like that's a big milestone for me you know what I'm saying like because I feel like depression like depression is definitely something like I have I experienced so you're not about to make me feel bad so I I feel like I've managed to like still do what I want to do because regardless I'm going to be poor like I'm not going to be poor forever but like if I want to drive to DC and I have $500 to my name I'm going to fucking drive to DC because yeah what the fuck else do I have to do right like I'm not I'm sick of like the like I don't know I'm just so sick of like societal pressures like making us feel like we're less than or like inadequate and I feel like this year just made me realize like fuck that I'm going to do what I want to do that's a conversation now that I think about it because black people yeah love to money shame we love to like pick on each other's finances how we spend it like i'm you're not gonna dog me out because i spent my last five dollars to feed myself that's not gonna happen 
What else are you going to spend? Because you wouldn't spend it that way doesn't mean I have to. Like, am I supposed to put it into like, oh, I'm not going to say the F word, but. Forex? Know what it is. (laughs) Y'all know. Yeah, I'm not putting it into that. I'm not putting it into property. I'm not putting it to land. Like y'all claim that y'all do. I'm going to feed myself. Well, I just think everyone has like that. I do get like you have to create like multiple streams of income like you want to have financial freedom you want to have a certain amount of access Definitely. but like for everyone for, for one you have to have money to invest it like that's for one right um and for two that might not be what everyone wants to do like if they don't want to give money to forex if they don't want to go into the stock market if they don't want to use social media as a way to like diversify income or was it diversify their income and whatever LLC Twitter be talking about that's fine like why does that why does that bother you yeah. like, let them let them do it their way and I feel like this year more than anything especially during COVID because during COVID I think we have definitely seen like a rise of like black businesses like uh, because like people have nothing else to do but to just like sit in the house and like think about you know but you're not about to make me feel bad because I'm not doing that yeah and just the PSA this whole 24-7 Grind on stop. That is not healthy. That is absolutely nope. not healthy. We are not. Yeah, who, wired. Norm- who normalized that? Yeah, um, we did. Um, we are not wired to be on the job twenty five eight. That is not how anyone is supposed to live. Stop letting capital capitalism kill you. Because all you and guys are doing make experiences. Do you have other than that? Oh, you make money. Whoa, what have you done with it? What can you show? Just because you're twenty one without being a millionaire doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. Yeah, congrats on your new apartment, but you're not better than me or literally anyone. I'm in school. I'm doing. I'm literally doing what I do. Yes, yeah, I feel. Just because I, I don't have eight businesses behind me doesn't mean that like I'm lacking, and neither are you. If you don't have anything going on for yourself, stop letting like capitalism make you feel like a failure for living. Literally, that's that's what it's literally that's what it's like trained to do. Yeah. I'm just ready to get my stimmy though. Now that's what people who <laughs> people who are taking their six dollars dollar stimmy are like, oh. If you're not taking this, using this money to elevate yourself, what are you doing? But it's like, boy, if you Eating were truly, at, if you if you were truly elevated, why are you press for the stimmy anyway? You right. you should already have those sources of income. Yeah. I'm gonna use this, that stimmy. It's not even enough for my rent, baby. Literally, not even enough for my rent. Let alone your rent for the past eight months, but sure. And you think I'm about to take this and invest and go buy some AliExpress jumpsuits and iron on a fucking logo and sell that shit? Which is y'all do? Y'all don't even be selling quality stuff. Yeah, that's what kills me. They be advertising, the yes, thing. all cotton, one hundred percent. Sis, you got this from Forever Twenty One and took the tag off. They be lying, and I just want to see something different. Like I do, like I do admire like the rise in like clothing lines, but like, I just like I want to see something different. Like literally everything that I see is like a jogging suit with words on it. Everything yeah. like give. I feel like it's one company that I seen. Um, I see, I seen a few like black clothing lines that are like doing the damn thing. They got like bubble coats, everything. I'm like, period. I love to see that. But then, like, and then everything is very poorly done. Like, I feel like, okay, if you're selling clothes, I need a website. I need to know how much my shipping handling is gonna be. I shouldn't even have to DM you to talk and then wait three days for a DM back. Yeah. And I don't like being dog for like supporting what I want, whether it be like a non-black business or not like remember when like the Popeye sandwich came out yeah. and like everyone was like oh y'all support this but not y'all brother I promise the Popeye's chicken sandwich is not the reason people are not buying your melanin magic t-shirt already 
Like, no one's buying it because we've seen it a hundred times. I promise inequality isn't good. Stop thinking that, like, this whole myth of Black people don't support each other. Can we please dead that? Because literally the only reason that there are Black businesses is because of Black dollars. Literally. But I also feel like as Black, as black brothers and sisters, you should feel happy that I'm holding you accountable. Like, so, like, I feel like a lot of people do, are not concerned with, like, the satisfaction of their customer. They just want the money. So I kind of feel like if if I want to support black businesses, like I want to, but if you're not, if we're saying like this could be better and multiple people aren't telling you that and you're getting multiple, like not very good reviews, then you need to take that in, into your, um, you need to like internalize that and like see like what you can do better. Yeah, be constructive, not defensive, Jesus. Yes. Here are y'all. But overall, I would say 2021, I'm very excited because I feel like Melanie uh, in the media, we just not getting... We're just now getting our feet off the ground. Um, and I feel like, you know, Michaela got a project coming. We got a website yes, coming. Sir. You know, we just got multiple things coming. So, like, 2021, Melanin Media is where the money resides. Even though we don't get paid for this. Invest in <laughs> us. Not yet. Not yet. It's coming, though. It's coming. It's coming. But thank you guys for listening. We're going to take, we're going to probably gonna take, like, a two-week break because, you know, we need, we need a break, too. And then come back. We should be ready for more episodes around Biden's inauguration, which is like what? The, the 20th. I don't never know if it's the 15th or 20th. It's kind of bad for me to say. I think it's the 20th. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we say anything, CNN, a cultural moment? Yeah. Referring to George Floyd's death of a cultural moment? Yeah. He had a name. Plus, he wasn't the only name that was taken in 2020, so. I'm just sorry. I'm just can't. And I really expected more from CNN. Well, why should I, though? No. (laughs) That's all I had to say. It's (laughs) the media. That's why y'all need to tune in to Melon in the Media, because we don't do no bullshit like that. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, I'm Nia Nikita. I'm Michaela Woods. I'm Miles Wortman. And this is Melon in the Media, and this is me talking to them while you talk with us.